This episode of Adventures in Aurelia is brought to you by Jeff and Gabe of Inner Party Conflict and Chai Kai on Patreon. You can join them in supporting the show at patreon.com slash adventures in Aurelia. Hello, and welcome to Adventures in Aurelia, a podcast where five friends sit around the table and record themselves playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Caitlin. I play Tempest, a water genasi ranger. I'm Krista, and I play as Ariel, who is a divine soul sorcerer. I'm Rim, and I play a human paladin. I'm Chantel, and I play Kanina, a tiefling sorceress. My name is Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm Damien. I'm the DM. I'll be playing all the NPCs, God, and killing characters. Oh, joy. <laughs> so, who are we plugging tonight? Uh, first, we'd like to give a shout out to Gabe from Inner Party Conflict. Uh, congratulations for being the winner of our listener appreciation giveaway. He should be getting his package in the mail soon. By the time this episode comes out, he should have received it like two weeks ago. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> if not, then we have a problem. The mail. Looking forward to that unboxing video. Yeah, and we, we'll we'll definitely be doing another one. Um, not sure when, but we do want to... We'll do stuff. Yeah. We do want to do more giveaways we and stuff like that. We gave away a painted miniature, people. <laughs> yeah. There was some fun stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, also would like to plug, um... I'm blanking not on the name. Not Quite Heroes? Yes. Not Quite Heroes podcast. Um, they're just a wee little baby podcast. They just put out their fifth episode, um... You can find them at notquiteheroespodcast.com. But they're really similar to our Mia Vet story. So oh. they're, you know, a little bit more moral ambiguity. They work for the Thieves Guild and they're going out doing missions and stuff for them. But apparently they're going to do a format that includes multiple, uh, like, story arcs and switching off who's playing the DM and stuff. So, Ooh. Yeah, should be interesting. I listened to their episode zero, and then the rest of their episodes are in my playlist queue waiting to be listened to. But I've been talking to one of the guys from there, and they're pretty cool. You say we little baby podcast, like we're some really big dog. <laughs> we're on episode, like, what, 26? We have, like, 26 uploads on Podbean. Some of those are old things that don't exist anymore. Which oh, well. if you want to give us a dollar on Patreon, you can get access uh. to. <laughs> <laughs> They're terrible. We here at Adventures in Aurelia have decided to take part in the MinMax Mankind movement. You can learn more about this at minmaxmankind.org or at adventuresinarelia.com slash minmaxmankind. What this is is a charity drive that is being put on by many actual play podcasts. And what we are doing is choosing to roll a humanity die and donate the amount that we roll to a charity of our choice. For Adventures in Aurelia, we have chosen the Child's Play Charity and we will each be rolling a d6 for our humanity die this month. We'll be rolling it in both episodes that are coming out in the month of May. I'll start off by rolling my d6, and I've just rolled a five, so that's $5 to Child's Play this week. 
And I'll roll next. Ooh, Chris a is six. rolling, and Chris has rolled a six. I'm gonna roll my very pretty, pretty die. Krista's gonna go ahead and a roll two. next. <laughs> and Krista <laughs> rolls a two. Chantel, go ahead and uh, roll your humanity die. Are you rolling the comically large one? Yes, yes, the I am. <laughs> Here we go. That is a four. That is a four. And Caitlin? I am rolling my black sparkly die with gold numbers. Almost and like letters. And it. Gold for gold. <laughs> Six. Woo. Six. So I wasn't keeping track of the math on that. Five. 5, 11, 13, 17, 17 6 is $23. $23! So Yay. for this episode, $23 will be donated to the Child's Play charity in the MinMax Mankind movement. We will also be donating all of the funds that we raise on Patreon this month to the same charity. So if you'd like to aid us in donating, then go ahead and... Give us some support on our Patreon, and everything from this month will also be going to the charity. So, uh, <laughs> I think we have some bad omens for tonight. I'm looking at the D20 in front of me that's sitting on a one. Uh-oh. That's a good omen. Uh, that is great for me. <laughs> He's getting out your- you're getting out all the bad luck so we don't have to deal with it now. Yeah, oh, good! So I'll, um, I'll, uh, I'll... Start just rolling twenties when it comes to attacking you guys. Yeah, Chris always great. leaves his on ones. So last time we left off, you guys finally arrived at the city of Port Norsal, but things were getting late and they were cut kind of short. So I didn't really describe much about the city. So hmm. yeah, we were like we were walking down the gangplank, fade black. So Port Norsal is a pretty large city. It's got a population in the twenty to thirty thousand range. It is a merchant city that has pretty much supported itself almost entirely based on the fact that it is a large trade hub for things that are going north and south along the coast. Because the other option is you go along the north through the waste, which is a frozen wasteland, come around the south, go through orc territory, go south through a very large desert, and take a journey that would take like two weeks and take two months and try not to die. So, being kind of that final point for things to be shipped north and south along the coast, it has got a very thriving economy based on all of the goods going in and out of the city. Aside from that, it also thrives on a... Uh, they, they make a lot of wine and fine liquor here. Most of the farmland surrounding the city, you would see as you're sailing up, are covered in vineyards. And you'd have kind of that that somewhat sour sweet smell of wine being processed just kind of wafting off of the city. And your guys' ship, the Whispering Winds, had docked. You guys had made your way off of the gangplank. And really, you're not sure where to go from here beyond you are going to Sterengeld, which is southwest of the city. I don't know if you guys plan on spending any time in the city or wandering around. Rin, I mean, basically has the, the idea that he's trying to get to where they said they were going to go, so... Mm -hmm. You he mean might, what? He had the idea that they were going to 
travel to where to... they wanted to go. Like that was the, the plan. So he'll he'll probably look around to see if there's like a uh, like a travel company, you know, somebody that you could rent a carriage or something from. Oh, there would definitely be somewhere pretty much right off the dock, kind of as you're as you're leaving the main pier and starting to head into the city proper. Probably set up right on like the main street as one of the corner buildings would be some sort of shipping and traveling co. Yeah, so he he's probably gonna walk up to their counter, set his bag down, and I don't know, wait either flags me down or ring the bell or whatever. It is. What are the rest of you guys doing? Ariel's a follower, so she's doing whatever uh, whatever Nina's doing. <laughs> well, Kanina's pretty much right up there with Rem, you know, waiting get some action done because she's also the uh, de facto leader of the group. Alright, so I'm going to have the three of you go ahead and roll a perception. Fourteen. Sixteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. Rem, you're the only one that notices this because your check was a little easier. You just notice that a few minutes before you guys had left as based on his distance in front of you, you're seeing a short hooded figure that you would assume is Gimbal making his way through the city. He doesn't stop the travel company along the way. And Tempest, what are you up to as the rest of these people that you've decided to leave your ship for have <laughs> just walked off? It's gonna take Tempest a minute to get used to being on land. Is she just like swaying? She, it, it's what it feels like when you've been, you know, on a boat or something for a while and then you step on land where everything just feels unnaturally solid. And so you just kind of like... it's the opposite, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you where everything feel like feels, moving. Your legs feel solid, but the world feels like it's still just going like this. And everybody else is looking at you as you sway. <laughs> <laughs> she drunk? <laughs> nope, fresh off the boat. Very solid. But she's, you know making her way along with them because she's decided that she's going to adventure with this wonderful party of people and an asshole. Immedi <laughs> immediately a throws up from land sickness. <laughs> couple, a couple nice ladies and an asshole. <laughs> and Kenina will kind of look around and seeing that Tempest is a little bit farther behind, kind of go back and kind of make sure that she stays with the party. <laughs> oh, hey, this is... It's a little weird for yeah, me. You're looking a little a little tilty there. It's You've been, been a while okay? since I've been on solid land. Yeah. You're looking a little green. Are you okay? I'm always green. I mean, it's been just about a week since we've been there, so I'm feeling it a little bit too, but yeah, I'm sure it'll go away eventually. <laughs> I don't think I've gotten off the boat in 18 months. Wow. <laughs> wow, you've been on the boat for quite a while. I don't really feel I need to get off when we make port. Yeah, I suppose. I guess I, I wouldn't be able to do that. I have too much of a curious nature. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's good to have you here now, and you'll get to see some different sights, and we'll get to have fun adventures together. Yeah, I'm actually really excited to be going out so and seeing new places. So are you guys going to get a cart, or just talk? You're well, Rim's holding been up waiting the line. for somebody to show up. He is the somebody. I know. And she was kind of behind us, so Kenina was kind of just... Like, they're chatting. He yeah, I, I, I saw the situation <laughs> happen. Um, would you like to rent a cart? Yes, or... we're, we're trying to go up the hill. Up the hill? Yeah, that's what the guy in the boat said. He's Dwarf City up the hill. Dwarf City up the hill? He, he 
like you realize that there's miles between us and the mountain, right? Like you've got a three days journey. All right. Will the cart go that far? It's it's not just a hill; it's a mountain. Well, that's why we want a cart. That's why we want higher than here, right? They call that a mountain. I make a mountain out of a molehill. These are planes. We're trying to go there. These are planes. They're they're relatively flat. Okay. Well, what's the cart gonna cost? The cart system is a little interesting. You will be paying a hundred gold up front. As you reach your destination, assuming everything is in good order, they will essentially buy the cart back off of you for 60 gold. Okay, so it's a 40 gold trip as long as everything's okay. Yes, it is to cover our assets as they are taken away. Do you have a guild discount? Guild? He'll pull out the guild symbol and set it on the, the table. Can you know Un- the same? Unfortunately, your guild's not going to get you very far here, unless you're part of one of the families. No, but just showing you that we are not your standard, everyday schmuck. Well, the families didn't get where they were by giving people discounts for being part of some guild. Alright. He'll tuck it back away and he'll set down 100 gold. You have 100 gold to just set down? Yeah, I have 373 gold. Now I have 273. You still have more than me. Yeah. Bye. I don't go shopping. <laughs> you just did. This isn't shopping. <laughs> oh, how much gold was it for the car? 100. 100. And then they'll buy it back. They buy it back there. for 60. Now, do you need horses to pull the cart? I was well, just going to bring that up. I would imagine it would be part up. of the, the deal we just had. Obviously, it wasn't. <laughs> All right. So you sell a cart. No, we rent a cart for a hundred gold. For no, 40 you. Gold. You literally just said you sold me this cart for a hundred gold. If I don't return it, it's mine yes, for a hundred gold. But in that system, you don't include the horses. No, because some people would like to rent the cart with their own horses. People that live in the city. You rent Let's in the city a hundred dollar cart. Hundred gold. Hundred gold cart. <laughs> Well, if someone from the city needs to make this similar journey that you're making and has horses of their own... And won't ride them? How much is it to rent... Maybe they need the cart. Arrow's gonna, like, just kind of, like, lean in front of him. How much are horses to rent? 50 gold apiece. Um, Is it a two-horse cart or a one-horse cart? It could be a one-horse cart, but two horses would work better. So it's another 100 gold, you're saying? Well, the horses. This sounds like a racket to me. Do we get all 100 back, considering you keep both horses when we return them? Well, you, we keep the cart when you return it too. Yes, but I've used the cart. Horses are a living. You're beast. going to use the horses too. But yeah, I also probably have to take care of them, meaning feeding and watering them. Are you going to pay me for that? There's feed included for the journey. Hmm. We'll load it onto the cart for you. You'll get 75 of your gold back from the horses. If per horse? Gonna, if you're no. <laughs> Ariel's gonna give you uh give him fifty gold to pay for one of them. And Nina will also slap down fifty gold. <laughs> and then I just glare at Rem. Why do you have to make everything so difficult? I think this guy just fleeced you. I don't care. Pretty sure that's gonna go straight into his pocket. It's worth it to me to hear you shut up. Actually wait. To For you to just to shut up. 
then no no guys it's okay we will we'll just pay our way there and then we'll i'm sure we can maybe get some reimbursements back later on once we complete a few favors here and there yeah so uh yeah we'll get this set up and then like he said fees included so we'll just have to take some basic care of the horses so yeah and make our way over and if i don't return it i get to keep it um <laughs> we, we should try to make sure we return property we're borrowing <laughs> But what if I name it and and I love it and it loves me back and I just don't return it? <laughs> you bought a fifty gold horse. You know, wonder did they do they have horses at the monastery? Probably not. Probably a couple. I don't think Ariel knows how to handle horses. You would have a, a thing on your thing that says land vehicles. Uh, no, I don't. I do. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Okay, <laughs> this will be good. This is gonna be fun. Well, no, no I'm pretty sure I have water vehicles. It's my yeah. horse. I think yeah. I remember you mentioning that. We would load. We would connect it to the wagon. So you're good at seahorses. Or boats. <laughs> I spend Skiffs. lots and lots of time with the horse. The death glare. <laughs> You'd have can to. I, you have to like. Can train I learn for. to be? I can create water and just constantly <laughs> keep it under our wagon. Does that make it a water vehicle? <laughs> You're just gonna I like forward it. all the way there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we get there a lot faster. Yeah, except for um, going uphill. Water doesn't like going that way. I can move water too. How long and for how far? I'm pretty mm. sure. Yeah. Discussion. The car Most just of the journey is going to be along the plains. <laughs> and will you be needing to hire a driver too? No. Nope. I think we got it. <clears throat> All right. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. I will have the cart ready for you shortly. Yeah. Thanks very much. Are you getting the? Ho are you putting the horses on it? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be another ten gold. <laughs> Definitely fleecing you. He doesn't need to do it. No, no. I think we can figure it out. <laughs> oh so he. So where do we get the horses? Then he scoops this two hundred gold up. Rim's gonna watch really closely to see what he does with that money. He scoops it all into a bag. Okay. He's going to keep takes, watching. Takes it with him into a back room. Yeah. That's going in his pocket. And, well, he... It's his business. No, he works for somebody. He's already stated that. The families. I think that's, that's just who runs the town. Or, you know, this new country that we're in. I don't know. Does... does See what what do we have for skill checks here? Can I can I roll like a history roll or something to to see if I know what the families are? Uh yes, I think history is about the best skill. Okay, where'd my dice go? That was an 8. That was an 8. Can I roll for history since I'm a bookworm and likes to read? Like my I don't like life? these dice. Yeah, no offense. With an eight, <laughs> you would you would get the idea that the that the families are an important figure in Port Norsal. Uh, so is is Ariel the only other person that would like to make a history check? Um, I guess I could, considering I traveled well, on a one, boat. I'm just gonna give one more roll. That's why I'm asking if Ariel's the one that wants to take it. Oh, go for it. Go, bookworm. So 18 plus 3. All right. Yay. Yeah. I know. I just wanted to say 18 plus 3. So I wanted <laughs> to say the number I rolled. <laughs> 21 is a pretty good number to say, too. 
Ariel, you know that the families are essentially who is in charge and rules over Port Norsal. Currently, the leading family and the one that has been in power for the longest amount of time right now is the Farron family. However, there are a structure of many other families in the city. The families essentially rule by owning stock in the various companies and merchants in the area. And Port Norsal is ran very heavily on money, where essentially it's, I can shut you down by not paying you if you don't do this sort of thing. So it's an oligarchy. Pretty much. Where the Farron family is the one that has been around the longest, has the most stock in companies, and essentially has the ability to make Port Norsal come to a halt. So... Did Rem make the comment about him putting the money in his pockets and keeping it? No, he's just watching. Well, so he, it was, yeah, he it said was like you he, that said it? Earl, yeah. No, he, earlier Rem did say, I think he's fleecing you. Well, actually, Rem, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything he just said. No, like. actually, Rem, in <laughs> fact, the Farrens run the entire city. Yeah, she was good at, she's totally like, just yep. like bookworm. I know more than you. <laughs> he's, he's just be like, yep. And the money you paid that man is going into his pocket. Not to them. Ah, like I said before, I was paying the money to get you to be quiet. Alright. And during this this argument slash conversation, a gate next to the the travel company opens up and a fairly simple cart. It is a covered cart. Oh yay. There is some storage underneath, half of which is taken up by some food and a barrel of water, specifically for the horses. And he brings it out. Horses are already hitched up and ready to go. Okay. Wim will climb into the driver's position. What color are the horses? One is a white piebald, and the other is a black stallion. Okay, so she's gonna, Ariel's gonna walk up to the black stallion and pet its nose, and then... It, like, thrusts its head <laughs> up at your hand and, okay, and, and sputters then, at you. And then she just, like, squeals Angry and, horses. like, backs Angry horse up. noises. She squeals and, like, backs up and, like, but I was gonna call you princess. <laughs> and then get in, gets into Rim is the... definitely going to do one of those, like, lean down, kind of look <laughs> under the dude. horse, and be like, it's not a princess. <laughs> uh, Nina will just, like, start That's packing so up all... She'll, Nina will start packing all of our, our stuff onto the bottom of the cart. And all yeah. That. I mean, Rim will throw his pack into the pack. Errol's just climbing in with her stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Nina will probably... Is there room in the driver's seat for... Yes, yeah. there would be in room for two. That's what I thought. So there you know. is enough room for six people on here with having two people in the driver's seat. Not that I expect you guys to pick up two random people, but there's room for <laughs> them. two randos. Um, so Rim is going to look around and be like, everybody hop on. I'm already on. You were in front of the horses a little while ago. I said that after I said the comment about princess, I get in okay. with my stuff. Tempest very timidly crawls on. It's a land boat. Just get in. This, but land being the predominant word there. Boat. <laughs> Don't worry, Tempest. We got it under control. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to look down the street a little ways and see if he sees just like a general goods store. Yeah, there would be one further into the so city. He'll, he'll just... there, there is a, 
a main road that runs towards the city center, at which point the road branches off because a path will go out to the southwest and one will go out to the northwest. Yeah, so he'll you know, spur the horses or clack the reins along, kind of take mm -hmm. the, the yeah. cart up. Wheel it over to a general, general store. store. Basically, there he's going to want to pick up a couple weeks worth of rations. Okay. And, you know, probably some warm bedding and stuff we probably didn't have. You know, just standard trip fare. Oregon wagon style. Some water for us. Nina will kind of look around, too, as we're shopping and see if there's, like, any, like, predominant, uh, like, symbols, like, family symbols or things like that that would kind of scream, you know, like... Oh, this owns. This is owned by this person, or that kind of thing. The DM's gonna look up how much rations are. Ah. Yep. So rations for one day are five silver pieces. I'm taking like two weeks worth of rations for four people. So that would be twenty silver 12, a day. Yeah, times twelve. So twenty silver. That'd be two hundred and forty silver, which translates down to twenty-four gold pieces. Okay. Also, man, that so that's four times twelve, so that's like a hundred pounds in rations that you just bought because mm -hmm. apparently rations weigh two pounds. Hmm. Jesus. Well, whatever the uh, bedding and all that kind of stuff costs would be, um, Nina will volunteer to pay for that. Were you buying rations for everyone, or yeah, just... I bought mm -hmm. I bought okay. uh, two weeks worth of rations for four people. Oh, he's definitely in his military mindset, like. Got a pack for the worst. Might get buckled down somewhere. <laughs> no, I know we each have like ten days worth of rations, but that might have been eaten, and then we have mm. extra. Books. You guys probably would have Feed. eaten at least four or five days of it by now, because you spent quite a while in the the caves in your previous adventure. Rim would also like to buy seven javelins. How many bolts are we allowed to have? I think a standard quiver holds 20 of ammunition. Okay. Apparently I've only used one. Yeah. I guess I don't really use it very much, do I? So those are, again, five silver pieces apiece. Seven times five, 35 silver. Yes, so 3.5 gold. For uh, the uh, bedding stuff. How many golds is a silver, or how many silvers is a gold? Ten silver is one gold. Done by ten. Um, bedding, I feel like everyone would have bedding, because you're not really in a winter area, and you are in Well, we are heading summer. towards mountains, though. Like, how's, what's the elevation? I won't need anything. Uh, well, when you get to the mountains, you will be heading into the mountains. Okay. So, still I'll buy, like, you know... If you, if you want to, I can try and figure out what winter, winter clothing would be. Or maybe, like, some traveling cloaks for extra layers or something. Some waterproof stuff. Yeah. Some lanterns, some firewood, or kindling at least. Because we're in the plains, I don't imagine there's a lot of trees. Who needs fire when I can just... I know. <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't need anything that to start we're... fires, really. Well, yeah, we just need something to burn. Well, here. I will just extrapolate some, some prices here based on what I've been seeing while looking up some of this stuff in the player's handbook. So you want... Actually, a tent will be like the one thing that probably is different. But as far as buying, like, some traveling cloaks and some warmer sleeping gear, probably looking at another gold piece per person, so another four gold. Okay, Nina will fork that over. Okay. 
basically we're gonna pack the last two spots of the uh wait last four spots of the wagon with stuff two spots oh yeah you there's said four six, four six inside with, and then two outside yeah so yeah two spots of the wagon with stuff just standard traveling food water even though we don't really need to create what we have create water but still food water uh tents extra layers of clothing if we need it and repair <gasps> things to repair the wagon in case it breaks so like and that's why i looked that up so a two-person tent is two gold a piece okay so yeah i guess rim's so. okay sleeping outside but having a tent is always nice mm -hmm. in case it's raining yeah I guess Nina will buy a tent because I guess um, since the cart is covered, I figured a couple people can sleep in the cart if necessary. Okay, so mm. you have add add one two person <laughs> tent to your uh, supplies. Okay, okay. And uh, Kanina, you said that you were looking out for something else while shopping was happening. Was it just the adventuring oh. clothes? Oh, that um, I wanted to look for like any um branding symbols essentially. While we're shopping around to see family if I can symbols. see, yeah, family stuff, anything obvious. Well, the only like you would you would notice some symbols are repeated, and like you can definitely tell that they are the same symbol, but you're not sure what they would be connected to. However, Ariel did mention the specifically the name the Farins, so the one that you do recognize is if it's a fairly simple logo that is just a like gold embroidered circle with a capital serifed F with a crown on the top of it. So kind of where that top leg of the F is just mm -hmm. has a, a simple, very Hallmark-esque crown on the top of it. And actually, no, no one is really getting any change, so never mind. And you said the tent was two gold? Yes. Okay. And then, like I said, some stuff to repair the wagon, so like a couple extra wheels, extra axle. I love how you're thinking about Oregon Trail as your. This is like what you would buy if you were going on a long trip in a wagon. I understand. It just—it's totally like Oregon Trail. Well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> there's a long trip. Okay, Ram. So, yep. Third go ahead and do another fifty gold for... for two wheels and an axle. We've got all of our stuff. Okay, and yep. I, no I noticed the is fancy there... crown symbol. Yes. Is there any more? special contingencies through shopping that you guys would like to make. Nope. Uh, uh, Ariel, I almost said Evie. Ariel wants to see if they have any books on, like, different herbs or whatever we might find in the plains or in the mountain. I mean, she has, she's... Is there a farmer's almanac? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the... Something like that, you're probably looking for a botanist, an herbalist, an alchemist, or a magic shop. Possibly a library or bookstore. Well, I was hoping since so a general so store, many they things. might have a few selections. That is so far past general. Oh, okay. Just, just walking in the general store. So, I'd like to buy a book on magical healing herbs. <laughs> no, I wasn't looking for that. I was just looking for anything regarding... Because it, it doesn't have to be magical, it could be just edible. Like, things that somebody might have recorded for even just a wilderness person. There's this thing called Bloodthorn. <laughs> Is everybody done buying things? Well, does Ariel want to try and track down this book? No, if it's not at the general store. She's just browsing and looking to see if there's a book there with 
about plants. There's a book on scurvy and dysentery and... Is there a jar of pickled eggs? No. Pig's feet? No. Actually, how much would the books on diseases be? I was really joking. Ah, <laughs> Well, being like slightly healer, you, but not you used to You don't have to worry about might... diseases at all, ever. I'm a paladin. I can cure every disease. So so maybe this is one of those things where Ariel is, has grabbed maybe a book on common yeah. diseases and Ram just goes, don't. You don't need that. What? Why? You don't need it. Why? We won't be needing it. Magic. Why do unless, we not need this? Unless you want it for personal perusal about the diseases, you don't need it. What if somebody catches something? I can take care of it. Oh, you can. Okay, and she puts it back. She doesn't know all about you. No, doesn't feel the need to explain it either. You just said you don't need it. Okay, well. So I think basically if I think we're everybody's ready done, to we'll yeah, we're pile done. all back into the wagon yep. and Rim will head it out Tempest of town. Tempest is sitting eagerly, like, wanting to get moving. Did, did you even you go to the You guys are all shopping and Tempest is just leaning at the door. Just... <laughs> did you stay in the wagon? I think I just stayed in the wagon. It's like, come on, guys. Yeah. Yeah, Kenina As we're just like throwing <laughs> stuff in, she's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, will start like helping pack along with Ram, you know, and we'll get it, we'll get it all bundled up and settled in and Squared then, away. yeah. Then you guys are shopping and you can see through the windows as Tempest is running from seat to seat to seat to seat. <laughs> so is it you book. two in the front? Yes. And so Tempest and I are inside the wagon. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I guess the wagon is going to pull along the main road some more. So <laughs> Going, it's northwest to the Dwarven City, right? Southwest. Southwest. So he'll head out of town, turn southwest, and start following. Yes, really the only reason you bothered getting on a boat was because you guys wouldn't know if the tunnels connect or how to get through them Yeah. to get to the Dwarven City. Wait, so he'll head down the road. Alright, so you guys make your way just through the city, not trying to stop, not trying to do anything. Nope. Uh, nope. Yeah, we'll just head on. Not causing any problems in this town. No. Not this time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ariel's probably just making small talk about the monastery with uh, I mean, Tempest. Obviously, while traveling, Rim being the driver is going to be looking. I was going to say, Nina's probably really scanning. looking because she's not driving. So she's really kind of paying attention to what's going past and some of the places we might. All right, both of you go ahead and uh, roll me a perception check. So how about that food there at the monastery? <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Seven. I'm driving. <laughs> driving. You mean 19. porridge night and day? Nineteen. Yeah. For well, sixteen years of my life. Yeah, same. It's important monastery talk here. <laughs> yeah, it's random small talk. We're bonding. Ren, you are just aware enough to not try and trample anybody with your cart and horse. <laughs> Needle will be just like kind of poking him in the shoulder, just be like, Get the, watch out for that person there. Stop side seat driving. <laughs> I would, I would stop if you would stop trying to run over people. Yeah, they'll get it out of the way. Sounds like Chris and Krista. <laughs> <laughs> and Kanina, mm -hmm. as you are driving, or as you're looking, <laughs> navigating, as, as you're looking around from your seat on the cart as well. You're noticing a symbol since you were kind of keeping an eye out for those earlier. Mm -hmm. This one is 
kind of a star motif that inside the star is clearly a letter A. Any special colors, or is it gold like the other one? Uh, this one would be silver. Silver on like a black backdrop. Okay. The gold, uh, the gold F, anything that you would have seen it on that had a background color would have been red. Oh, yeah, I'll kind of point it out like, as I see it to run and be like, huh, oh, that looks like kind of similar to the other uh, symbol we saw earlier. wonder if that's another big name around here. Probably. Probably one of the families. You're inside the car. <laughs> we can't what talk to them. <laughs> It's a covered wagon? Yes. Yes, it's a covered wagon. There might be, there's probably like a slider that you can open from the inside, but it is covered so that if rain or anything. My head cannon has been all messed up. Is it canvas covered or like a box? Apparently it's a box. Like Cinderella style covered. Okay. Carriage. Minus the pumpkin. Fine. I didn't hear what they said and I have no input. Well, I mean, there there could be a, a little slide. I, I'm sure Nina's open. voice is loud enough that you would say, Oh, hey, look, there's another <laughs> After hearing, don't run over that guy. <laughs> Maybe we should have drove. So you could you don't probably... know how to. Yeah. You could, could neither, of us, yeah. neither of us can drive so land vehicles. This is very suitable how we set this up. <laughs> I've read all about horses. Yeah, but, uh, it shows princess. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure with uh, Nina's voice being so loud, you could probably open the slider from your side and just be like, input in your input if you wanted to. Yeah, so, you know, Rim will slowly head out of town and head southwest as, as we go. If he doesn't notice anything, like, you know, drastic that needs to stop us, like a roadblock. No, no, I mean, it's normal city. Okay. Doing normal city things. Mm. Suddenly a dragon. Ah! <laughs> yeah, who's who's rolling random encounters? <laughs> I actually do need a very important flat D twenty. Who wants to be the one? Uh, who wants to be fate? You haven't well, rolled after any listening any to volunteers? episodes, I did a lot of the. I rolling think Chantel's do because she hasn't really rolled that much today. Okay. Yeah. You're all gonna die. <laughs> Let's do this. Right. You got it. We need travel music. Alright, I guess we are on the... <laughs> Nine. Alright, Kanina, go ahead and uh, add a second point of inspiration for yourself. Ooh. Whoa. Okay. I need to roll a nine. So you get... So, at being by cart, as the man at the traveling agency had already told you, you guys are facing about a three-day cart ride. And Rim, you know, being trained in vehicles and horses, he's going to keep an eye on the horses and make sure that they don't overwork them. So you know, periodic stops for food and water and all that stuff. And like I was talking about, as far as the way the city is laid out, you would be pretty much splitting right between two massive vineyards. We should stop there. So unless there's really anything, especially since you guys are on a cart now, so you're kind of stuck in one direction, unless you guys have anything that you want to... I don't like Harry. <laughs> okay. Nina will be very excited about helping with the horses and such. But I guess time's just going to advance unless there's anything that you guys would like to stop and do any sort of conversation you guys want to have. Random. Vineyards. I mean, like... You've got like a I don't day see like what looks vineyards. like a... 
ambush or something down the road. Is there any obvious, like, family logo sign saying, like, Fair and Family Vineyard or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Is it just written in the grapes? <laughs> yeah. No, like, you guys aren't even seeing, like, the farmhouses themselves. You yeah. just have fenced rows mm-hmm. of vines. Okay. Yeah, no, we'll probably just so, uh, continue it's... on. Early summer? Late summer? Every, every, like, few hours or so, too, I'm sure Rim and Kanina will swap off who's driving. Yep. Ariel will nap and then draw pictures in her journal and then... You have a picture journal now, too? <laughs> well, no, I she has a writing journal. She's just drawing on top of all the lines. <laughs> if there's lines. There's not lines. Okay. It's midsummer, so you guys probably do have some some uh, ripe grapes. Do we have cicada here? noises? So do we want to advance to the 21st, then? Yes. So 9 doesn't get us anything. Other than extra stuff for her. Oh, that's that's something different. Oh, okay. I didn't know if there was a random encounter. Where come the dad? He's not telling us yet. So, mm-hmm. less important, flat d20. Who wants to roll? Caitlin. That is a 3. Aww. Oh. These wizard dice he do not say less important. Random. So it could be, you this, know, this Don't blame the dice, blame the player. <laughs> oh. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Don't blame the game, blame the player. So are we waking up the next morning? Don't know. Are, are, are we, we going gonna... to sleep at night? None of us wake up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> do, you, do you guys just keep trading off throughout the night? One sleeps no, we, one. No, you yeah. stop and camp at the night. Oh, the, are we camping? The wagon is actually a the mimic wagon. The horses would die if we just. <laughs> oh, that's true. We have it's horses. not a car. Yeah. <laughs> the right. wagon is Princess. actually a mimic wagon, and as, as we go inside it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the biggest meal it's ever had. <laughs> so, you guys wake up on the 21st of Bellinus. Today's a little hazier than the last couple days have been. So maybe a slight mist wetness in the air. And you continue along your journey. But thankfully, you're going from large city to large city, so you've got a pretty main road along the way. However, uh, about halfway through the day, you kind of come to an end of these vineyards that you've been traveling past for the last day. So they slowly start thinning out. You're now dealing with like smaller farms. Maybe even some people that that aren't really part of the city that just make wine on their own outside of the city. And off in the distance, you're seeing something moving up off to the side of the road. Is it a large something? Medium. A medium something. And we kind of peer to see what it is a little better, or is it... I will allow Rem and Kanita to roll a perception check, but it is going to be a very difficult check to try and make out what this is from the distance you guys are at. Because this is like, you're looking at hours before you would get to what you're seeing. You're just seeing some erratic movement off into the distance. 18. That stands out. Rem, you can't make out what they are. You are just seeing that it doesn't, like, it's obviously not any sort of, like, 
normal peaceful movement you're not sure if it's panicked or if it's aggressive you just you can make out that it's erratic okay so he'll kind of nudge Kanina and kind of motion that direction to keep an eye out over there and he'll keep an eye out too but he's still going to be looking off to the sides to make sure they're not getting like surrounded okie dokie yeah and Kanina will kind of keep watch especially in that direction you know I'm sure she probably just sees kind of like a hazy figure and he'll kind of bang on the the door to wake up the two inside nah nah just be prepared for anything might be nothing might be something Ariel's gonna stick her head out any window. What? Some, something going on ahead. Don't know what it is yet. Does our carriage have windows? <laughs> no, yes. it's a completely enclosed box. I didn't. You're I didn't know if dark. it was like a like a door. Or... Schrodinger's box. And I didn't know if it was like. We don't know if they're alive or dead inside yeah. until we open it up. <laughs> it was, even if it didn't have a window, I didn't know if it was like something I could roll down. No, <laughs> probably like. It's probably not glass. So I probably. can't actually stick my head out the window. I can just like look, look out the window. Did they have rolling down windows back then? <laughs> they had opening ones. Yeah. <laughs> is there even like glass, or is it just uh, opening? For the model that you guys got, it's probably not glass. There's probably a like, shade. You know, like yeah. older, older windows that are just like wood inside wood that slide up and down. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably that, except instead of glass, you're looking at, like, a chicken wire, essentially. That would make more sense, considering okay. that this is a cart that they rent out. Glass would get broken so easily. <laughs> It'd be a pain to replace all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, you would be able to, like, un- unclasp it, push it down into the side of the cart, and stick your head out. Yeah, that's what she does then. Right. She just, like, well, you said something, so she's Keep like, your eyes. Which side are you doing it on? Are you doing it on, the, on his side or my side? Pick one. I guess, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. First we one, never, then the other. She's well, running back and forth from window to window like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I think the cart's too cramped for me to do that. There's enough room for four people in there. I know, but we sho- he said that we shoved stuff yeah, we into two it, of them. We probably packed it away onto like, the top and into the bottom and on the sides. Oh, I thought you said that you packed stuff into the other two seats. Mm. But it's like not. it's not like packed to the rafters. It's like... You'd There's probably a sack have of rain room to move around, so you'd be comfortable for you guys, because we wouldn't want to like overcrowd you guys to the point where you can stretch out a little bit. Yeah. So she's gonna, okay. So she's gonna look out one to see if she could see anything. Look out the other, see if she could see anything. Stop at the one where if she sees anything. Uh, roll perception. Do you have any kind of magic vision? I got an eighteen. You can make out what Rem was able to make out earlier. You're just seeing some erratic movement up ahead that you can tell isn't the calm movement of something traveling. You're, like, you've got a pretty good idea of the way that the road is going, even miles ahead, and you're seeing things dart back and forth across the road. Every once in a while, there might be a a stop in the middle and maybe some commotion before it breaks apart. How far is it? Like two hours, you said? Yeah, a few miles ahead. Okay. You've you've got probably another hour into it. You'll be able to get a better look at what you're seeing. Okay. I'm just gonna keep an eye, kind of mark in his head where they were. It looked like they were crossing to make sure that he's aware when they get to that point of the road. Too. Well, what's there is it's not like disappeared. There, the, the the commotion's going on for a while, though because of the time it would take you to to get up there, and as you approach, eventually 
as you're reaching a point, you'd see them kind of scatter. Does it get any easier to see what they are? Not before they've scattered. kind of noticed the cart coming and decided to get off the road. Okay. Before we get to the point where they, I saw them, though, like Rim will probably slow the cart way down. Okay. Did it look like they like scattered and hid behind like bushes and stuff, or? <clears throat> they ran off towards because you guys are starting to make your way towards the kind of the foothills, and there's not really forest, but some wooded areas to the south of you, and they've ma- they've ran off into that wooded area. Is there any obvious signs on the road, like kind of what they're doing, or if there's yeah. like any blood or anything, or anything like dug broken up? wagons, <laughs> ditches they might have dug? Yeah. As you guys reach that point of where they were, then yes, you you see kind of some claw marks, um, some blood across the across the street in front of you. Do I recognize the claw marks? Like to what type of creature? Oh, would that be a nature? I think. Or survival? I would say nature. Can Nina roll as well, since she's also looking? Yeah, since you guys are out, I'll let both of you roll. Okay. What was that you said? So nature, what was it? We're doing nature? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Doesn't matter, same for me either way. Eight. Eleven. Before we get to like where the blood and stuff crosses the road, we will actually fully stop the cart. I rolled an 8 on my d10, or my d12. Aww. So, so are you going to roll with a d20 then? <laughs> <laughs> I would, since you didn't roll with the I, right I'm dice. I'm not going to make you intentionally gimp yourself. Uh, then it's 19. Oh gosh, that's a lot better. Thanks, DM. <laughs> he rolled with the wrong dice. <laughs> I know. It was my fault for not checking that. <laughs> Some DMs make you roll, take what you roll. Uh, Kanina, what was it that you got? Eleven. Eleven? You recognize them as just kind of the... They're definitely somewhat animalistic claw marks. Rem, based on what you had seen earlier, since you had a pretty good good idea of what you were looking at, you, you know that they were humanoid. So you're picking up as you kind of look down, see some of the, the like, the the lower legs, the claw marks that they make, see some rake marks from their from their hand claws, and you can make out that there was a knoll fight up on the road here. Like knolls versus knolls? That definitely appears to be what happened. You're not sure if perhaps there may have been a human involved that they might have taken off into the woods. Like I said, Rim's going to stop the cart before they reach the, the crossing. About how far away? Probably 30 feet or so. Okay. And he'll climb up on top of the wagon. Kind of look off to the direction he saw him running. Like, see if he sees anything. Nina will be holding the reins and stuff like that, making sure everything stays under control down, down there. Okay, Rem, go ahead and roll perception with advantage. Perception with advantage would be... 21. 21. You hear, I mean, they're they're not loud, which is why no one else is picking up on them, but you're hearing a, a lower kind of soft howl through the woods. It sounds like it's it's fairly deep into the woods. It doesn't sound like 
at least the noise that you're hearing is coming from anything just waiting at the edge for you guys. Mm -hmm. But I don't see, like, movement or anything off into the woods. No. Do I notice any, like, thing left behind from where it would have been dragged off? Like, if it had been a person, do I see, like, a shoe? You see some scraps of clothing, but based on kind of your role earlier, you know that Knolls also... They're scavengers, so they would have picked up the same kind of clothing that a traveler would have had from a traveler or a village that they may have ransacked earlier. They would throw their shirt on. Okay, so Rim will hop down from the wagon and approach the area of the fight and look to see if he sees any tracks besides Noel tracks. Not really. Mostly because what you're seeing, it's like... From what you saw earlier, there was there was shoving back and forth. And yeah. And you're not even really making out tracks where you're at. It's just kind of a big mess of of a conflict. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I'm just looking for anything like like something that would be obviously not null. And Nina's kind of keeping an eye on Rem, and like she's if I can see any. yeah. Nina's kind of bracing herself in case anything comes charging at Rem from the woods or the foothills or anything like that. Noticing okay. that we. Stopped. I was gonna say our aerial <laughs> tempest. Yeah. Gonna... Like can we. Can we Especially because you would have, you guys would have noticed that we Ram hopped up on top of the car. Yeah. You would have, you would have yeah. heard the footsteps go. That would have been like, yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> Just like mage what? armor. <laughs> Are you actually gonna cast mage armor? I think she would, because yeah. she wasn't expecting that. Okay, mark it off then. I will. Eight hours. I know. I'm using my sorcery points though, not my um, spell slot. Okay. Two sorcery points. Yep. So yeah, Ariel and Tempest, let's let's catch you guys up in the timeline. So let's kind of go back to the point where the cart came to a slow, and you you guys would have felt the cart slowing down, and come to a stop, and then shortly after the stop, you'd have just heard the thunk of a probably heavy boot on yeah. the top of the on the top of the cart that you guys are in. So at coming to a yeah, stop. Like, as the cart's slowing, she's noticing, you know, it's slowing. And uh, coming to a stop, Ariel's going to, like, you know, start looking out the windows, trying to figure out why we're stopping. And because she's concentrating and looking, you know, out the windows, the thump sound is what startles her to make her do the mage armor. Uh, so you were leaning out the window? I Yeah, I was looking out the windows, um, trying to see... I'm, I'm assuming everything's in the front, though, so she can't really see anything. Go ahead and uh, roll a reflex saving throw. Ooh. <laughs> that would be what? A dexterity saving throw, sorry. Reflex. <laughs> it's the one? Please say it's one. Oh my god. This is gonna be great! <laughs> oh no! Well, there goes Ariel. Take three damage and roll a constitution saving throw. Oh no! <laughs> what is happening? Did I roll? Con ro save 20. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't a one! Yep. Was it a two? Yes! yes. Yep. Oh, no. What's my con? Oh, con top. save. Oh, I, my constitution is plus six! <laughs> so eight. Eight! I don't think you saved. <laughs> Going to take another two damage. Oh, no. <laughs> can I know what, like, can I be smart enough to, like, get back in and... I went once once the mechanics are handled I'll describe what happens. Okay. 
So what happens is Ariel is leaning her head out of the window of the cart. Rem jumps up onto the top and Ariel is startled, jumps up, hits her head on oh, the yeah, windowsill right above her and you're seeing double for a little bit. Oh Kyra. no. <laughs> you dazed yourself. <clears throat> so does that mean that I'm going to have like disadvantage on attacks if no, I have you to just, do attacks? No, you just took a handful of damage from okay. smacking your head pretty hard up against the, the side. And your perception scores are lower for a minute. <laughs> Did Nina hear the thump of Nina? Like, oh yeah, you would have heard. I probably would have made <laughs> some sort of sounds. Yeah. <laughs> so Nina will kind of uh, lean back through the sliding door here if she hears that. You see two two eyes. Or maybe not, maybe they're closed shut, like, ah! <laughs> you just see pitch black darkness. <laughs> and no then, glow. No, I, meant, I meant you see, like, yeah. Nina's eyes just at the window. Oh, <laughs> that too, yeah. Well, Nina will just be like, uh, are you okay back there? What was that? Oh, uh, what was what? Uh, their big thump, is everything okay out there? Uh, yeah, Rem just hopped on top of the wagon real quick to get a better view. We saw some, uh... Rem, god damn you! <laughs> we saw some, uh, creatures running around. Uh, yeah, so she'll kind of peer back and just be like, yeah. So what's going on out there? Why are we stopped? There, uh, we saw some creatures. I, I don't know what they were, but, uh, Rem's getting a closer look, so... Should we keep going, or are we gonna down. actually go hunting them? Um, uh, well, he's just kind of looking around right now, so... And that's, like, you guys back, he's like, Hup. Does Tempest have anything to contribute to Ariel's this? Ariel's gonna. You're in the doorway, right? No, she's sitting up. Or front. you in the? No, are you? Did you say you poked your head into the doorway? I didn't poke it in, but yeah, through well, the yeah. sliding, I kind of peered back, like, and I'm like, from the front, there's like probably a little sliding. Window. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, well, Ariel's gonna go out the door then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rem, what are you doing? Shh. If things ran into the woods, we should just keep going. All right, what if it was dragging somebody along with it? Yeah, I think it's good that we check in case someone needs help. It's our job as adventurers to help anyone in need. You're right. Okay. He's going to walk over to the scuffle <laughs> zone mm-hmm. and look for anything that shows possibly that it was, you know, a human being attacked by a band. Ariel's going to go to the scuffle zone and look specifically the at... The scuffle zone. Scuffle zone. <laughs> I just copy. <laughs> Look, look specifically at the any form of plant life around there and look for like hair or something that might have been pulled and you know hair that's been pulled or dropped. Nina will be watching um, both of them as they're getting out of the cart, you know, and kind of she's keeping watch on them and making sure to especially keep watch on the woods where they went and the foothills and that kind of thing. So just keeping a watch on the surrounding area to make sure nothing approaches and she'll kind of ready herself in case something does. Tempest crawls out of the, the cart with a sword in hand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't think I puke. I mean... Would you get motion sickness? Land sickness. That's what I mean. Like, because we're on a... Land vehicle sickness. A land vehicle. <laughs> Going, it's a different kind of rocking motion. Not really a. I don't know. Should I roll a con save? <laughs> <laughs> sure, roll a con save for stumbling. Uh, for stumbling. Let's see how terrible this dice rolls now. Five. So Tempest, <laughs> after Ariel gets out and goes to investigate a Wait, little bit. I lied. Three. Oh no. 
Should have kept it back. <laughs> draws, draws her sword, goes to climb out of the carriage, stumbles as her foot hits like the solid ground and just kind of falls over, drops her sword. Just took the step a little, little too. It's one of those things where sure the cart's been kind of swaying, so you've kind of gotten used to that, but. On the boat, you kind of step and lean into it with the rock of the boat. You stepped and leaned in, and your <laughs> knee just buckled because the the ground didn't go anywhere. And Nina will kind of hear her hit the ground and basically probably curse as she hits it, and she'll just be like, uh, Tempest, are you okay back there? <laughs> Seems like a lot of uh, injuries are happening lately. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I'm just... What? That's her peering around the side. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do I need to make a super large version yes, of this? Yes, so I can just like hold up new things with it. I blame awesome. the DM for making me touch his cursed dice. I'm I'm fine. Just what's going on? Like, do you see anything? She's picking herself up. Um, as Nina's scanning around, does she see anything? Especially since Tempest asked her anything else. Now that like a ton of noise has happened. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, roll perception. Rem, I'm not seeing any signs of any people. Fourteen. Fourteen, you're not noticing anything. Well, I, I don't see anything now, but earlier we could kind of see a creature off in the distance or something, and I think Rem's investigating looks like from the marks on the ground that there might have been several creatures, so we're just trying to see if anybody might have been attacked or something and needs help. After yeah. investigating the area, he'll also go about 15, 20 feet in the direction that they they ran looking for... Okay, you'd have probably 60 feet between the, the road and kind of the start of these of these woods. So he'll do like 30. Okay. About half the distance. And just be looking at the ground and making sure he doesn't see like, you know, drag marks that look like feet or anything. Ariel's gonna continue to look around the scuffle and look for hair and teeth. Nina teeth. will be... Yes. <laughs> Nina Someone will... got punched and lost a tooth or something. I don't know. Nina will still be sitting in the driver's seat keeping hold of the reins in case the horses get spooked or something. So she'll... Or maybe bitten off fingers. <laughs> Lizard men. <laughs> no, I wasn't actually referring to that. Mm -hmm. I was just mm -hmm. thinking... Uh -huh. no, I really wasn't. No, I really wasn't. I was just thinking what else would there be possibly, like... Disembodied... Like... <laughs> Disembodied party horse. Yeah, like just... Skeleton with a bow. Obviously, there's nothing real big because we would have found it. So she's like in disbelief, going like, "No, there's nothing here." But I'm gonna look just to prove my point that there is nothing here. Yeah, and if Rim doesn't really see anything, he will turn back to the cart. Rem, mm -hmm. roll perception. He rolled like three times. So Ten. careful. Ten. Yeah. What's your AC? Hmm. Uh oh. Well, the first one's going to be a critical hit. And the second one is probably going to miss with a 13. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oops. Rem is going to take 14 damage. From Whoa. what? From an arrow flying out of the woods and hitting you probably like right in one of your lungs. Ah! Driving you to the ground. Yes. Off a critical hit. Two more arrows fly out and hit the ground right in front of you. 
So we're gonna go, <coughs> run! And then he'll start to like, kind of hobble and try to get to the carriage quickly. All right. Yeah, Nina will be spurring the carriage forward to kind of start going toward them a little bit more. <laughs> uh, uh, Ariel is going, he's 30 feet away from us, right? And heading your direction. Yes. She's going to cast, uh, uh, well, I guess it's going to be prayer of healing, even though it's six creatures, but I'll waste it. You can wait. I'm, I'm not that bad off right now. Are you sure? I have 21 hit points. Ram, do you need health? Not yet. Let's go. Okay, she's going to get back on the boat. Or right. back on the boat. She's going to get back, back on, on the carriage. boat. <laughs> it's a land boat. Land boat. Is anyone on the carriage planning on doing anything? Well, she's the only one still on the carriage. Yeah, I'm, I'm basically making the carriage go towards them to pick them up faster, but I'm I'm keeping hold of the reins and keeping our carriage so, intact. Well, can I have another? Wait, wait, wait. Let me just think. So she's on the carriage. Mm-hmm. You're ahead of her about, I think we said, 15 to 20 feet at the scuffle zone. Mm-hmm. I'm 15 feet forward and 30 feet off. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, Tempest <laughs> is still Basically sitting on right the ground the back yeah. where the carriage just was. Oh, and it's going I away got up. Yeah, she got up. I just want up, to make sure everybody knew where they were. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and do a quick initiative here. Mm-hmm. I'm say we can't, we can we even see... Whatever. You shot? guys have no idea what yeah. what's happening. Yeah, I just took an arrow and I'm. I'm so it's not, not like we can really even attack yeah. or anything. And because... Nina will also shout, you know, to Tempest. But I need to know how many <laughs> attacks that they get before you guys can get in the carriage and start leaving. Yeah. I didn't say leave. I'm just going to the carriage because it's covered. Yeah, and I'm just because I've been watching and I see them get hit. I'm pretty much, you know, trying to move toward them so we're not so spread out. When well, my speed is 30 feet, if I'm only 15, that. I'm well, you're 15 from the carriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's yeah. bringing the carriage to you, so basically... Yeah, you can so get to I'm going to be around. on it real fast. So yeah, everyone go ahead and uh, roll your initiatives. Oh no! Yeah. Nina will probably scream out to Tempest, you know, that... Hey, we're being attacked! Perfect. Also, I'm sorry because in the time that I've been rolling dice for these creatures, I've rolled three natural 20s already. <laughs> oh god! Shit. For initiatives, that's fine. Hey, Makes I was right earlier! Well, stealth, initiative, and a critical hit... Mm-hmm. Hey, I was right earlier. You got your one out, so now the rest are twenties. You are right. <laughs> oh god! And I was given one and a two. Yeah, I believe it now. <laughs> that was an evil laugh. <laughs> he likes. <laughs> he likes it when I'm suffering? in trouble or suffering or whatever. <laughs> it's fun. All right, Rem. Yes, I rolled a. Five. Ariel. 22. Damn. Kanina. 18. Tempest. 16. I'm still not used to the name. <laughs> like when you're calling for Temp. it like that. What's, only... what's Tempest's full name? It's just Tempest. I'm Shouldn't just I have, like, Ariel. A last name? No. I'm just Ariel. You guys need to make last names. Rem a lot of those types of creatures. Rem Kilpatrick. Don't. He has two names. Kanina Kojin. <laughs> Last name is after a Japanese fire god. Tempest probably doesn't have a last name because well, they were both orphans, so mm-hmm. maybe that's why they don't have last names. That makes sense. She wasn't. I'm not an, an orphan. orphan. I'm not an orphan. Oh, I wait. left my family when I started changing because it was weird to me. They had human parents, but mm-hmm. yeah, they both you went to the monastery. You gave up your last names at the monastery. Well, Ariel Tempest would have Tempest would have had a name, but Tempest adopted a name when she started changing. Yeah. Maybe she didn't want to be like associated. All right, so, Ariel, you're up first. Get in the cart. 
get in the cart. You've now got, look out the window. You've got plenty of movement to do this. Mm-hmm. After that is going to be one of the gnolls. Uh, that's going to be a 21 to hit, Rem. Gee. For three damage. Okay. Please tell me you rolled high. Let's roll the five. Roll five. No. Ah, oh, damn. Uh, Kanina. Mm-hmm. You're up next. Um, yeah, so... Kanina's going to go ahead and uh, cast Create Bonfire in the direction she saw, like, the... The arrow is coming from to try that they were, you know, hitting Rem. So she'll basically create a giant blaze on the ground. It's, uh, yeah. I create a bonfire on the ground that you can see within a range until the spell ends. The mag- magic bonfire fills a five foot cube. Uh, yeah. Nobody's in the range, I'm sure, so. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> ooh, I will go get that. So you're just creating a magical fire on the ground? And yeah. To kind just of... kind of stun them and. What's your range on that spell? Uh, 60 feet. Okay, so you'd be able to put it pretty much it directly in between him and the forest at that range. Yeah, that's my plan. So are you not going to drive the cart this turn then? Um, can I do that as well? No. Like, okay. Yeah, no, I'm you just going to... action gonna... to drive. Yeah, that's what I thought. So no, I'm doing bonfire. Okay. Uh, does the bonfire um, do anything mechanically? Um, it's one action. It lasts for a minute. Uh... Just a large fire. Dead... Uh, okay, let me just read the whole thing. You create a bonfire on the ground you can see within range till the spell ends. The magic bonfire fills a five-foot cube. Any creature in the bonfire space when you cast the spell must succeed a dex saving throw or take 1d8 fire damage. A creature must also make a saving throw when it moves into the bonfire space for the first time on a turn or ends its turn there. The bonfire ignites flammable objects in this area that aren't being worn or carried. Yeah. Okay, so you've created a bit of a fire in the plains here yep there is about 15 feet between your fire and the actual forest mm-hmm. is there Those poor is farmers. there mist still it's still a bit misty yes so this you're, you're dealing with a bit of a no it's a bonfire okay wait what do you mean by like just the heat of the fire would that kind of dissipate the mist in a certain area? Well, you're dealing with a mist like Seattle deals with a mist where it's just wet. Okay. Outside. Like you're walking and it's I was just thinking like wet. foggy mist or like No, not not really like obscuring vision, more of a you walk outside and you're wet. wet now. You're tempest. <laughs> you all look like tempest right now. Tempest just is little, just loving little it. Glisteny. It's like oh, it's so good for my skin. Speaking of tempest, you are up next. Okay, how far back am I from them? Um, well, you don't know where any of the creatures are. You are up at the cart, which is about 15 feet away from Ariel, and... I made it to the cart. she made it to the cart. Oh, yeah, you... Okay, so you're, like... 10 feet. Like, like... 37 feet away from Rem. And I don't know where any of the gnolls are. No. No. Other than, I'm running with an arrow stuck in me. You're running away? Well, I'm running back towards the cart. I, well, I've turned to and, run. And, and by running, yeah. he's like... <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I got a stitch! Oh, I got a stitch! <laughs> I will jump up onto the cart and see if I can see any of them. Do you want to make an acrobatics check or an athletics check for climbing up to the cart? I will make an acrobatics check. <laughs> what ho? That's an eight. Inspiration? Plus? Nope. Oh. Inspiration? 
Do I want to? Yeah, I'll use my DM inspiration. Is that for advantage or an extra? You just roll before you know the outcome, and you should get the, the new roll. So it's, well, it's... you'd get to choose whichever's higher. So advantage. That's a lot better. Yay! That would be a twenty-two. Yay! No problems whatsoever. So yeah, you you like you like grab the the sill of the window and like thrust yourself <laughs> up, triple front flip. <laughs> and what do With you do? With my is zero you, strength. What do you do is you get onto the cart. I'm on the cart. Can I see them? No, no weapons or anything drawn. She had a sword out. I had my sword out. So you're gonna stay up there with the sword, but I can't put my sword away and draw my bow and but shoot. You could put I'll, the sword away. But I will put the sword away. If I drop the sword, can I draw my bow and just not shoot? But well, but then next time there's she no could point. Put her sword away and take her bow off. She's going to be able to draw it and fire. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Yeah, you can get your bow out and looking into the woods. Go ahead and Dude, roll perception. perception. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Where is it? That's a 22. A 22. In fact, you do see gnolls <laughs> sticking their heads out around these around these trees. All of them with longbows out, drawn back, trained directly on Rem. How many? You see three of them. One of them, the one, the one that you might imagine <laughs> struck... <laughs> Rem directly is like directly you see like where the bonfire is you see almost in a line directly in front of where Rem was he was probably 35 feet away at the time mm. and then the other two are 15 feet in either direction so further up and further south mm. I will shout down and tell them <laughs> no, where they the are trees. yeah Pretty much. Okay. Three of those dog fuckers. <laughs> dog fucker is an entirely different thing. <laughs> Due to everything, I will because they are still hidden. I will give a advantage on perception for future rolls to spot the gnolls. Though Tempest is able to see them all clearly now. So once we see them, we know. Where they yeah, unless they, they move and then take hide. a hide again. Okay. And this is going to be another Knoll's turn. Uh, 16 to hit Rem. Misses. It misses. Claims so, off another, another arrow you see, like, come over your shoulder, land in front of you. <laughs> and the third Knoll. That's going to miss. Serpentine pattern. It is your turn now. He's going to... So he's 30-ish, 35 feet away from the carriage? Uh, yeah, you were... Well... Because I was 30 feet off the, the side. The carriage didn't move forward yet. So yeah, you're like... Yeah, 35, 40... I'll go with 40 feet. Okay. So I will double move yep. to the carriage. And as I approach it, I'm actually going to like baseball slide under it. Under <laughs> well, like, you know, between the wheels to try to get to the other side and put my car the carriage between me and the gnolls. <laughs> oh, how mean do I want to be about this? <laughs> this could go so wrong. Because you kind of got an arrow sticking out of your chest. 
Ow! Rem, go ahead and roll a, a dexterity save. Oh, gosh. Uh, uh, 19. Okay, I don't... It, it was like fate was on your side. You 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 slide under slide this on the carriage. non-arrow yeah, side a little bit like like sideways. Basically, you've got like one hip dragging the ground so that the arrow is pointed at a slight angle and manages to not hit anything as you slide all the way underneath the carriage. Yep, and like come up on the other side and like put my back against the carriage. <laughs> Ow! All right, Ariel. Um, I'm going to try to see into the trees where she had said. That's advantage, is it? Yes, advantage to, to perceive them. Double ones. 17. A 17. You see the one that is the closest to the cart, so the one that is further, I guess, east. I'm going to try to hit it with a guiding bolt. What is your range on Guiding Bolt? 120 All right, you got plenty. Because <laughs> for reference, uh, just to handle the whole range thing, the closest to the cart is going to be about 60 feet away, about 75 for the next one, and about 100 for the last one. Will a 13 hit? A 13 is not going to hit if it's just against their AC. Yeah, <laughs> it's make a ranged spell attack, so yeah. Then yeah, you you see this, you, you launch this this bolt, and it like skips over the knoll, hits the tree behind it, and there's a a little bit of a. Poof. And I guess at this point, Tempest is going to be the most obvious target for these knolls. No. Standing on top. Yeah, standing on top. Kanina is a is another good target right now, but Tempest has put herself up on top, way out in the open. Uh, a nine probably doesn't hit, though. Mm, oh. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that hesitation. I was like, man, I hope a nine doesn't no, hit. No, I had to get back and make shitty. sure. Kanina, mm -hmm. it is your turn again. All right. Um, the... Rem still hasn't gotten in the cart. I know. <laughs> well, from... I was running to yeah. get away from arrows. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, is Nina able to kind of like lean? Yeah, there's an arrow embedded in the side of the cart now because it missed Tempest. Well, Nina's gonna yell like, "Everybody, get in the cart!" <laughs> and then, uh, is she able to like lean over and try to like get Rem into the cart? Is she able to touch Rem in any way? Probably not. Okay. Because he's like leaned up against, and he would be a bit back. And since you're sitting up at the driver's seat, mm -hmm. a bit low. Okay. Um, alright, I guess, uh, she's gonna go ahead and try to cast, uh, Firebolt after she kind of, yeah. Do you want to roll a perception? Yeah, I was gonna it? ask him, yeah, maybe she should try to roll a perception. So you see. get perception with advantage. Okay. Alright, so you see the two knolls that are closest to you. Okay. So you've got the one at about 60 feet away and the one that's about uh, 75 feet away. Mm 
Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and... I'll do Firebolt at the closest one. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and use my DM inspiration. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eleven. Eleven is gonna miss, unfortunately. Gosh dang it! Okay. Ashley, she'll probably just be spastically uh, throwing her flames around trying to get in the cart. God damn it! Tempest. <laughs> it's your turn. Well, I drew my bow. So now I'm going to shoot my bow. All right. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Whichever one's closest or easiest to get to. All right. None of them have been hit yet, so you can go for just the closest one. And since you have a longbow, you can hit all of them. 13? A 13 is not going to hit. Darn it. Okay. Well. Oh, you only get one attack right now? Yeah. Okay. Pretty sure. I'm not a fighter. I'm just a ranger. I don't know what rangers get. <laughs> Not a lot. I mean, if I were using my short swords, then I could, you know, and offhand, but not a, not with my bow. Null three is gonna fire in your direction. Uh, eleven doesn't hit. Nope. And null one. A natural twenty. Oh. 11 damage off that critical hit. So an arrow from the closest knoll, the one that you had just fired at and missed, flies out from behind the tree that it's using for some cover right into your thigh and, like, drops you to a knee. And Ariel, Kanina, and Ram would probably just hear that just... And hear Hurts, like her, it. her like hit the deck. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. You got some special thing that that makes you negate the damage? No. Oh. I wish. <laughs> I had a noise, but it doesn't want to work. Oh. <laughs> Either that or we're just too quiet. There we oh, go. There we go. Squishy. That that is the arrow in flesh noise. Rem. So I'm now behind the. <clears throat> cart on the other side and I just heard her take an arrow. So he's gonna pull the arrow out of himself wherever it is. Alright. Do you want to roll it or do you want me to? <laughs> what is it? Like a d4? Uh. I mean he's yeah. it. The damage from him is a d8 <laughs> but I'm gonna use the, the longbow as being a part of that. So yeah, d4 works. And then I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. What, you've taken, what, 16 damage so far? Uh, more than that. Oh. Yep. I thought you only took 14 off the first one. And then I took another, like, 11. So then, after getting, like, he's gonna catch his breath, and then he's gonna, like, peek around the, the corner, just keeping cover. Okay, um... Look for the knolls. Get in the damn wagon. <laughs> which, which side are you gonna peek around the front or the back? Uh... That he slid under, he'll probably go under the back. Okay, I'm only gonna have you be able to see that back one then, okay. because the cart would still be in the way of the other two. But go ahead and still roll perception with advantage. You're very high pitched. 
Uh, gnolls, they're, they're hyena, hyena people. Is. 23. Oh. 23? I didn't know you, what a gnoll was. you see exactly what it is. Oh! They're like we human hyenas. On. Well. Oh. I knew, I, I recognize the name, but I've never actually seen a picture of a gnoll. <laughs> you probably can't see it the best from that far, but that's. <laughs> wow. I was like, Krista. if I had the TV on, then I could cast a no. picture <laughs> off of DD Beyond. They're like very hyena ish. They are, they're hyena people. They are humanoid hyenas, as I just said about 30 seconds ago. Well, I'm trying to figure out my DD Beyond because I think I didn't add. Well, we can take away the axe and shield because no one's using that. Figure this out later. <laughs> so, Rem, you could see that. Alright, so. That's the only one I can see because the other two are kind of hidden. Yeah, because they're the the cart is still in between you and the other one. She's on the roof. She's in the driver's seat, and you're inside. Watching you. Well, I was watching you, but you were. I went yeah. under the cart. Yeah. You literally saw me go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Ariel is right now like in the door of the cart. So I'm gonna, you know, while watching that knoll, I'm gonna yell into the cart and go, get her off the roof. But you're not. Oh, you don't have I like can't. a ranged attack to do anything. Well, I could throw a javelin, but I used my action. Yeah. No, you didn't. I healed myself. Oh yeah, you did. Man, this... No, no, he didn't. <laughs> yes, no, no, I didn't. Free heal. All right, uh, Ariel, you're up next. I'm gonna try to shoot that guy again that I spotted. Does 19 hit? Uh, 19 will hit. Yay. So. Guiding Bolt, I get to roll 4d6. Whoa. <laughs> radiant damage. How many of those do you have? Three. What? How many of those do you have? I have three more. Three more? So you have four total? I can I can cast four first level spells, and I've already tried one, so I have... Well, now this is not my second is a one. a first level spell? Yep. Clerics are amazing. Hmm. Thirteen. So, doesn't it have an extra effect? <clears throat> yeah. So Gives advantage to the next person that makes an attack. Yes. So anybody that attacks him next before my next turn, if uh, he survives. Oh, uh, he survived. Okay. The next attack, that uh, attack roll that's made before my next turn. Yeah. Uh, how much to have was that? Advantage. Fourteen or thirteen? Thirteen. Wait. Seven, thirteen. Thirteen. And you have definitely made an, an impact on this knoll. Is this the one I can see? Uh, no. She could okay. see like the middle one. So now it's like glowing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It has. So um, all of us can see. That's it, the other part. Is thanks to the mystical dim light glittering on the target. That's why whoever so does that mean like goes, we can all see it yeah. if we were, had the vision of it? <clears throat> does it say anything as far as? Uh, I think it just says you get advantage because of that light. You, yeah, whoever goes to attack it next gets advantage thanks to the mystical dim light glittering. I'll go ahead and say, especially that it says a dim light and it would really stand out, then yes. Um, anyone that couldn't see it before is going to be able to see this specific one. <coughs> but it gets a turn to attack after Ariel's turn. Oh, it's after me. And it's going to keep shooting for Tempest since, well, especially now, the most obvious one. Still going to miss with a 9, though. Yep. The glittery light is affecting it. <laughs> uh, Kanina, you're up next. Okay. Um, there is one that is glowing now. Mm -hmm. So we're about 75 feet away. 
I was going to say from... Uh, 75. Yeah, because it's the middle one. Okay. Well, from where we on the cart, we're pretty much... um Where we're sitting, we're, we have no cover whatsoever because we're like right in their light of sight, right? I yes. have cover. It's yeah, except Rem. Well, even <laughs> well, with like... Inside. Well, even like with... Ariel them, could know, if I'm she would stop the... attacking. Well, if we're like... um Even with the bonfire and stuff I cast, that's not help like this... Anything? The bonfire's biggest thing is the fact that it's it's got a chance to spread, and I'm kind of rolling each round to see what the bonfire's doing. Okay. So, um, so far, I it because I'm I'm giving it as low rolls as being more devastating. So mm -hmm. right now it's just kind of contained. It might just burn itself out soon. Okay. Um. Well, Kanina. <laughs> Kanina reacting to Rem's earlier shout is gonna try to reach up to the top of the wagon and drag uh, Tempest down into the other driver's seat. Okay, Tempest has an arrow sticking out of her thigh. Yeah. Um, oh. Well, she's also down on one knee, so. Yep. Well, she's not gonna grab her by the arrow and yank her down, so. <laughs> she's <Ow>. gonna... <laughs> um, that will technically be a grapple then. Mm -hmm. So it'll be your athletics versus her well, well honestly are you go are you going to fight her dragging you down? Yeah, probably not. Okay, <laughs> then I think you can move it like, move her five feet or half speed, but mm -hmm. either way, because it's a cart limited range you're going to be able yeah. to, to pull her down into like the driver's seat. Yeah, that's what I mean for her. I want to grab her like around the waist and kind of pull her down, but you want to do... <laughs> Oh, you, you don't even, you're not going to oh. have to roll for it. Oh, I don't? Okay. No, she's not fighting. I'm not fighting it. Oh, okay, okay. It's more like you put her arm up over your shoulder, you guys are both working. Okay, yeah, so I'll probably grab her and just be like, uh, let's get you down out of the, like, the line of sight here. And, and, uh... Okay, um, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty much all I can do. All right. Yeah. Next up will be Tempest. Okay. I'm not sure how well you could fire a longbow from a seated position on a cart, though. Probably at disadvantage if you were to attempt to continue firing in their direction. Well, did I actually sit down or did she just pull me down into the seat area? Like, because I pulled her down into the seat. I didn't I force feel her like, to sit, but. I feel like you would have sat just out of all of the circumstances. Because, you know, you've got pain in your leg, and she would have just pulled you down essentially like four feet, and you would have thumped Oh my gosh. Well, but if I'm not going to move, then couldn't I stand up and then yeah. fire? Yeah. So I'm, I'm. I mean, you could even move and then fire. I'm just going to stand up in the She just front. took you off the roof. Yeah, I'm just not standing on the roof anymore. I'm standing in the front bench Actually, seat area. You're leaning, anyways, or you're kneeling, anyways, so. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever position you're in, as long as you're in that same position. Yeah, that. Do you have Hunter's Mark? <sighs> One could hope. I don't think I do, actually. Um, anyway, I rolled a 16 with a plus 5 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Which one are you aiming at? The closest one. Well, I mean, there was the advantage one and two others. Not... The, the advantage one is the one in the middle, right? Yeah, yes. the 75 foot one. Yeah, not that one. Um, The one that's closest to us. The one that's closest? Okay. 60 foot one? Sure. <laughs> yes. 
distance. Um, They're all labeled eight. by their distance. <laughs> you're 60, you're 75, you're 100. <laughs> what is 100? Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, the, you know, trigonometry, it's oh, yeah. 60 feet out nice. and it's 15. Ooh. It's 30 feet up and 60 feet out, so it's probably close to about 100. 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage to the one that is closest. Yes. All right. And is that it for your turn then? Yes, yeah, that is going to be it. You're fighting. Yep, I stood up and I shot. That's it. All right. Um, Nixie, high or low? Or not Nixie. <laughs> Kanina, <laughs> high or low? Kanina? Yeah. Oh, um, hi. Who's Nixie? She still exists. <laughs> high or low? Hi. Hi. Okay. Uh, does 20 hit? God! <laughs> Okay, so that is five points of damage from the knoll that is farthest away. Fires in Tempest. You see an arrow just fly straight at your guys' direction and just <laughs> right into Kanina. Oh! Probably like slices through her nicely toned bicep. Ah! <laughs> this is gonna be such a cool battle scar! It hurts! <laughs> Tempest, high or low? Low. Uh, does a 15 hit? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, that would have been a 17 anyways. Uh, that's going to be 7 damage Ow. to Tempest from the near Knoll. Which probably makes sense because the way that I, I think about it is Kanina would be on the opposite side of Tempest from this one. And like an arrow just comes in and embeds itself into the side of your arm. Hi, Rem. It's your turn. Um. So can I lean a little further out to see if I can see the glowing one? If you want to take a couple steps around the back of the cart, you would be able to. You're he'll exposing take... yourself to the near one. Yeah, he'll he'll take a couple more hits if he can see any more, because he's watching them fire yeah. towards the front. So can I see the glowy one? Yeah, you'd be able to, to make your way out to right. see the glowing one. seeing the glowing one, I will draw a uh, javelin, because it's 60, or 70 feet away from me. Uh, 75 feet. 75 feet, yeah. That's within range. Get in the damn car. I know. <laughs> it's okay to waste the advantage to save your own life. <laughs> I'm fine. Get in the damn car. But, because... It's 75, it's over my first range, and I just get a flat roll right there. Would you want to walk far enough? Because you could walk to get in range of it. I had to get within 30 feet of it to be within oh. standard range. Then it cancels out the disadvantage, so you just roll once. So I just rolled a uh, 25. 25 will hit. 5 damage. 5 damage. And, uh... Ariel, does that spell only last for the one the next, hit. the next hit? Until my next turn. Until your next turn. I well, it was no, until the next it attack. is. Yes, it's the next attack until my okay turn. So, the first attack turns it off. So yeah, Rem like hobbles out around the side of the cart, sees a dim glow coming from one of the knolls, lobs a javelin. And you see it plunge into the, the Knoll's chest. It stumbles back and the light fades away. But you see it kind of 
step back up and lean against a lean against the tree that it's been using and draw another arrow. I was going to say, can I still see it? Because that's the one I've been locked on. Yeah, you guys can still see them unless they try and hide. Because you did 13 damage. Uh So it's still living, though? That's 18 damage. Mean guy. They're only a CR one half. (laughs) These guys are like child's play for you. Well, not at the range for me. So that is all for Rem? Um... I mean, that was his action. He will then move back behind the cart. <laughs> okay. Ariel. I'm going to... <sighs> Getting the cart might not help us. It might run us into an ambush. Yeah. I'm going to uh, cast shoot Firebolt. The they can run! It's also 120 <laughs> feet. So can they. But I know my party members are taking hits, so I don't necessarily want to use all my spells on. Okay. So. Try to shoot that same guy okay. with Firebolt. 18? 18 will hit. Two! <laughs> Plus anything or just Firebolt? Oh, uh, no, I, spells are just whatever you roll. So. Not all of them, but well, Firebolt not, is. Yeah, yeah. And you see like like smoke starting to, to billow off and mingle with like the mist around. And it just it, it, it lets out a whimper, and, and you can see like its its breathing is really heavy, and it's its turn. Rem had just attacked it, but then hid, and then yep. Ariel cast <gasps> a firebolt at it, so it's gonna focus its attention towards you. All right, I'm in the window of the. I know, but you can go out of the window. I didn't move. I didn't say I moved. I'm okay. guessing, especially because you have mage armor, 10 isn't going to no, hit. No, it's not going to hit me. <laughs> well, he is trying to aim at a small little... <laughs> no, it just goes like this. It goes... <laughs> to the cute Noel's defense. Kanina. Mm-hmm. Our biggest... Are you going to jump down here? and go grapple Rem? This <laughs> close. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the damn cart! Just just lean over. Tempest, hold the reins. Just lean over to Tempest. When he's in the cart, just go. Yeah. As soon as I get in the cart, the horse is scattered two different directions. They're still. She doesn't know how to drive land. Yeah, exactly. So that that would that would. They they would probably be spooked and chaotic, but Mm -hmm. they would go. Yeah. Straight towards the knolls. Well, we're on a road and horses go really fast, so it's just like, and they're spooked, so they might go faster. But anyways, um, so Nina, Rem, um, because I can't Rem, no, Nina can't see Rem for where she's at, right? In the driver's no, seat. No, yeah, but so. you would know that he's like, you know, he's behind right. the cart somewhere. Yeah, you have to like turn. Mm-hmm. Like you know that he was pressed up against the backside of the cart, and then you probably would have seen the javelin and know that Rem is the only other person besides you that throws javelins. Mm-hmm. So you and you would have seen that come from the other side of the cart. Yeah. <laughs> and in D and D scaling terms, this cart is probably ten by fifteen. Because it's not huge. Because D and D scaling, and that's how things work. So, uh, what were you gonna do, Kanina? I'm trying to figure this out. I'm um, not quite understanding. Um, I wanted to cast invisibility 
on Tempest and myself, but um, it says to do that at a higher level. When I cast a spell using a spell slot of third level or higher, you can target one additional creature, so that means I can't you have do have it. A, I don't think you have a... I don't think so, right? Yeah, I don't okay. think you're at third level spells yet. Okay, okay. No. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> you can cast on one of you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially if you've got three. the spell slots, you could cast on yourself once and then cast it on Tempest next. Yeah. Uh, you could cast it on Tempest and then run. What was that? You should cast on me and I'll run in on him. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> I just appear next to him. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, Nina, first of all, is going to ask, like, Ram, are you in the cart yet? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> You can go. <laughs> okay, see ya. No. You <laughs> <laughs> would just grab the card. No, I know. <laughs> Jump up onto a footboard. That's a thought. <laughs> but no. Um, so. Can we have like a conversation back and forth? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Small one. Short bursts, but over yeah. time, yes. Yeah. You've got to think about it at this point. Mm -hmm. About 30 seconds have passed. Okay. So, um. Yeah, we've only been doing this for a very short amount of time. Yeah. Like, like minutes. Okay. Ram, should we just go, or we should should we stay and kill him? I'm just worried that they're they're chasing us into something worse. Okay, well. Turn, if you want to turn to the, they were to the what side of the road? There's uh to the south side of the road. Okay. Okay. If you want to turn to the north and head that way a little ways to get further and outrange them. Yeah, all right. Okay, so uh, Nina will go ahead and start pretty much turning the horses and getting them to go, you know, in that direction. <laughs> Rim when he has to. You know, jump up to a flipboard and like grab the window. It's an interesting thing about how D and D works with initiative. Mm -hmm. I mean, she can start the turn. I mean, the horses mm -hmm. aren't gonna be able to like. Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do it that that you can start the movement, mm -hmm. but basically I'm gonna have it that if Rem's gonna grab onto the cart, then the cart's not going to move until his turn, mm -hmm. and then once he is part of the cart again, then it will just move on your turn. So does this count as my action or my movement? Then? It would be your action to control okay. the horses, basically. Right, okay. Um... Would it be... And actually, I'm going to have like you do a, an um, animal handling. Okay. What's it called she when you... So she'll get uh, her regular proficiency, if, even if she doesn't have proficiency in this. But I'm doing an animal handling check because of the fact that there is combat going around. It's kind of amazing the horses haven't been spooked off yet. But they also might just be dim-witted enough to not realize that there's arrows traveling <laughs> past them. So are we basically doing, like, she's readying the action to she's like basically, she's make starting the cart to turn go the cart. once you grab the cart? It's, it's more like she's turning the cart at the same time as I'm jumping on it, but the cart won't actually move forward until it's her turn again. So, like, she's turning it. And then our next turn, she's going to be like, yeah, and it's going to go. So is that it that you can do for your turn? Uh, yes, and it's going to be a 13. Okay. 13. They, they buck a little bit, but you're able to kind of kind of rein them in. Like, especially because you're as strong as you are, mm -hmm. just kind of forcing them almost. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Tempest, it is your turn. You would have view of Null 2 and 3 at this point. 2 is the one that has taken the most damage so far. Iron grip of horse handling. <laughs> I could grip a friend, Jeff. Um, I don't know if I should go for the one that I'll probably kill if I hit it. I would. Or, yeah. 
Otherwise, there's the possibility of three more arrows. Also, yeah, True. Null 3 hasn't been hit at all yet. Okay. He's also the furthest away. Yes. And if we... How far away is he? 100? 100 feet. So yeah. we could hit him with Firebolt. Yeah. So I'll go for the one that's looking pretty bad. And we're gonna... There's also the chance that if we kill that one, the other two... Oh! <gasps> Is that a crit? A crit! Yay! Is that a crit? Critical! Woo! Let me get back to my character sheet. I feel bad at how <laughs> I was underwhelming it's gonna be. I know. He's gonna be double dead. He's, he's, he's really dead. <laughs> you really don't even have to roll dice. I blew up his head. Yeah, <laughs> so, so <laughs> with an arrow. Especially having a crit to kill this guy. Go ahead and describe how he dies. Because he like only has two hit points left. You can't not kill him. I want to know how much damage okay. I do. Do we roll twice or? Yeah, roll two okay. and then just add the. I listened right. to too many Let's Plays. I can never remember how we play. <laughs> roll twice. Yes. So that's add your normal extra. It's gonna be like that scene from uh, Princess Mononoke. <laughs> Just sticks things to the trees. Yeah. <laughs> Rips limbs off with the arrow. <laughs> so I did five times the amount of damage necessary to kill him. So you, you took ten. I did ten. Okay. So what happened? It goes straight into his eye, and he's just falls over backwards. His brain straight into his eye. The 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 like mo the, the momentum with him no longer having control just brings him back. At almost like a a comical superhero movie, he just and he's falls also, back like ten feet. So he's got an arrow in his eye, a javelin in his chest, and he's smoking. Yeah. Can that like intimidate the other Noel? Just because that was it's, so insane. And that all happened in the last six seconds. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was really unlike, it was like and, <laughs> and give him disadvantage for being unnerved. I'm gonna go ahead and make an exceptional case for the critical. Even though I feel like I shouldn't. <laughs> but I don't want to be mean GM that just says no. It is Noel 3's it's turn. It's Tempest's first fight. Who, it is, and she got a 20. Who was able to see Tempest just brain his friend. <laughs> I don't have a second From 75 dice. feet. So that's, uh... That'll be a 16 to hit, unless... A natural 1. <laughs> so it's almost like he draws to fire at you... And then he sees the like he sees his his fellow Noel just fall back and just kind of drops the arrow into the ground at his own feet. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like what? Oh, oh, Macho. Okay, we gotta kill him soon. Uh, Noel one is going to take a shot at Rem because Rem is kind of really exposed now. That's the wrong die. Seven is going to miss with what would have been a max damage hit. Oh gosh. Rem, your turn. Uh, so Rim will kind of like skip back, grab the pane or like the edge of the window and like hop up onto the running board so that I'm on the, uh, the carriage. Okay. And then Rim will, um, Rim will cast uh, Cure Wounds on himself again. Okay. 
eight more health, which puts him at 32. All right. Ariel, your turn. Can I see any of the gnolls? You would still be able to see gnoll three. I'm going to, um, how far away is it? Uh, this is the 100 feet away one. Ooh. She's like sounding like a little girl saying, no, 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 no. I'm going to guiding bolt it. Why not? Do it. Nope. Okay. I got a nine. That's... No, it was a five plus a four, which is a nine. Oh. <laughs> so that'll end up being that. your turn then? Um. How's everybody's health doing? Not good. Mm-mm. Do health? What are you at? Bonus action heal. Yeah. You have a bonus action. I don't think I do. I think I. Less than half. Where does it tell me? It would say action or bonus action at the casting time. Then no, I have one that says casting time ten minutes, but no. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Never mind. Kanina. So Kanina's pretty much gonna keep spurring the uh, wagon forward. Okay, it it's veering north and a little bit west. Yeah, she's gonna be so like. So still, it's it's kind of it's trying to follow the road, mm-hmm. but you're also pulling on the reins to try and pull it north. Mm-hmm. She'll be just like everybody, hold on, <laughs> and then uh, pretty much yeah, get those reins going. <laughs> okay, so. I'm going to essentially go with, you're going to make a double move and go 60 feet mm-hmm. forward, which takes you out of the main range for null one, but you're still going to be within the range of null three. They're so using uh, longbows? Yeah. So yeah, 300 he's... to 600? Um, no, they get 150 to 600. Okay. Mm-hmm. So null one can still attack at disadvantage. Tempest. So I'd still be able to attack with disadvantage? Yes. Except I, I for null a... three. You, you can attack null three for one last turn because you're you're moving in the direction of null oh, three. Oh, we're moving towards null three? Yeah. Okay, then I'll do that. Also, I uh, was reading, and while I don't have Hunter's Mark, I do actually have an ability that acts the same. It's called Slayer's Prey. And I should have been using this the whole time. Whoops. (laughs) So it's starting at third level. I can focus my ire on one foe, increasing the harm I inflict on it. As a bonus action, I designate one creature that I can see. Oh, but it's within 60 feet. Am I within 60 feet of him? Mm. Have I ever been within 60 feet of him? (laughs) No, because he's 60 feet from the road and you guys are going. You're pulling. Okay. You would have been within 60 feet of no one. Never mind. Then. But in the future, that'll be in nice. In the future, I'll remember it. It's just an extra D6 of on the first time I hit him each turn. Question. Is, like, giving a potion to another person considered an action? Like, handing them a potion? Handing them the potion would be part of a movement. Oh, is oh. it? Force-feeding them a potion would no, be an action. Yeah. I was just wondering about handing. Does it have, a potion have to be, uh, <clears throat> I can't like, be swallowed to be useful? Believe so. Right. Yes. Right. They're not. Are you thinking potions. of rubbing it on somebody? <laughs> splashing, splashing it on it. a wound. <laughs> Splash damage. That is what a salve would be for. You have a salve. <laughs> yeah. Sug does. Sug does. 
No, you have, you have a solve. Oh, I you gave one to you. Gave me a As an apology present that right. you pretty much scoffed. I will use You're just that. like, why do I need this? <laughs> I, so using a potion on self is an action. I've made it a bonus action because otherwise no one uses potions. 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 Okay, then I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot at three. Yes, unless you want to take disadvantage to shoot at one. Mm. Did you already use your inspiration? Yep. I haven't. I, I did. Yep. Yeah. Ah. Um, that is thirteen to hit. 13 is not quite going to hit. Okay, and then as a bonus action, I will apply my salve. If the DM so sees it appropriate. Don't you... Do you have a card for the salve? I gave it to Tempest. That's what I mean. Do you have the card for the salve? I don't, don't. have shit. Gosh dang it, I should have kept it. <laughs> it's in her character book now. Okay. Thankfully, I have one of these. Over the rainbow. I can look it up. Way up. Well, I don't know if those Using are No, because a healing salve is something that has to do with regaining hit dice. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. I happen. I happen to have one in my in my deck of potential loot. Huh. Yeah. When when spending one or more hit dice to regain hit points, but before rolling, you may expend this healing salve. To treat each die as if it rolled its maximum value rather than rolling. I'm stupid. Oh. So it's really so good it's for good healing during a short when rest. Yeah, when you're resting. I think so the idea is the salve takes some time to work. Mm. Yeah, it's like you're working it into the wound or while you're resting. You don't is, have any potions? So is Tempest mm -hmm. inside the cart with Tempest me? Tempest is on the driver's seat. Oh. She's out front. And where Rem was... Originally. And now previously, Rem is on the Rem is... On the, hanging on the Rem back is of the on cart. the footboard, like wrapped into the I'm holding the, like the, the spare wheel. I've shoved my arm in the window, basically. He's being a footman. All right, so is that going to be your wait? Yeah, because you missed, so that's your turn. Yeah. All right. And I'm going to be keeping this so that we can pick up later, because the end of this session is going to be Noel Three lifting its head up. And howling. howling. Oh no. Oh shit. And six additional gnolls come out of the wood. <sighs> oh joy. In front of us? From, well, from behind you. Like, okay. Like kind of spread out into the woods where all three... Basically, in between where each one was is going to be like two coming out, spears in hand. But we're moving away from them. But you are currently moving away from them and they are in pursuit. Oh, joy. That is where we are going to wrap up for this episode. No. What? Dun, dun, dun. Noel's coming for you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Adventures in Aurelia. If you're liking what you hear, consider rating the show and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you know someone who likes fantasy stories and think they might like the show, help them find us by showing them adventuresinarelia.com. If you'd like to support the show, you can donate to us monthly on Patreon at patreon.com slash adventuresinarelia, where for only $1 a month, you'll gain access to all of our bonus content. If you'd like to get in touch with us, there's a link to our Discord in the show notes or you can email us at feedback at adventuresinarelia.com. 
Lastly, we'd like to thank the artists who provide music for us to use in the show. Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, Tabletop Audio, Windswept, Sirenscape, Alexander Nakarada from Serpent Sound Studios, Adrian Von Ziegler, Jamie Brace, Derek and Brandon Feicher, and Scott Buckley. You can find links to all of these wonderful artists at adventuresinarelia.com slash music. <laughs>